Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. fans we adore oh, you and we thank were you. we are not signing that fucking petition to get you off tiktok you are amazing and i hate every one of them 
<laughs> um, I love them, and I'm ironic. I appreciate my TikTok hate. I appreciate that 16 years later, I still am able to get a rise out of people and having <laughs> folks talk about me because. I'm a dinosaur, basically. I'm I'm this close to extinction, but I'm not. I'm still around, and people still care what I have to say. People, if they didn't care, they wouldn't be bothered. If they didn't care, they would ignore me, block me. But please- they don't. I'm thankful. And also, if you look at it from a purely statistics point of view, I genuinely love and celebrate hate comments because that just helps with engagement. That just helps me get even more views. And my account on TikTok has only been growing. I haven't lost any followers. <laughs> it's been growing and at a faster rate than before. And because I'm Perez Hilton, I've also gotten mainstream media out of it. And that's also what sets me apart from a lot of other people too. There might be a creator on TikTok that has 2 million followers but 98% of the global population has no idea who the heck they are. Yeah. A lot of people all over the world know who I am. I know. It's, uh, it, it is amazing. But did... <laughs> <You're> just... <laughs> <laughs> well, but how about that? Okay, but don't you ever, you know, you embrace the hate, but we do live in a society where people, like, don't want to be hated. They want to be loved. I mean, you have created this amazing career, this iconic career. Don't you feel like at this point you should be celebrated? I mean, you were before TMZ. You, you know, you're pretty amazing. Don't you want to be loved? No, I just, I mean, that would be nice, but all I care about is, I'd rather be more relevant than loved. You could have somebody that you love that was on a sitcom, you know? Right. So to me, money trumps everything. (laughs) It's all about the cash. (laughs) It is. It is. Oh, my God. It totally, yeah. Well, it's fun to follow you on there. I mean, you give people shit. It's so great. You celebrate every time they ban you from the comments, which how do people even ban you from the comments? What do they report your videos so much? Yeah, I mean, it's insane because TikTok did start off as a different app called Musical that was very, very, very young, the base of users. It's not that anymore. Now, the average age of a TikTok user is over 20. Mm -hmm. I've checked the analytics. People think, oh, it's all teenagers. No, 57% of TikTok users are 20 plus. 57% 57% are 20 plus. I mean, it's still younger than some of the other platforms on there, but I guess when, when it first started, it was, it was a way to protect these young people. But as the platform has grown and evolved and older people have gotten on, there's this lag because some of this stuff wouldn't happen on any other platform. Yeah. Meaning I should be able to say whatever I want even if you don't like it. But on TikTok, if enough people don't like what you say, even if it doesn't violate their rules, right. if you just get reported enough, they'll they'll ban you from commenting. And that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's so much fun to follow you. Um, but also, we love the connection that you love AJ's Kourtney Kardashian impression. I want to hear all your thoughts. Like, that's how you guys kind of got connected. Brez, I've been following you since I was yeah, like but- three years old. 
And like for you to even tweet about it was like the biggest thing ever. So I just appreciate that. But yeah, it's been great. I mean, I had some controversy too. And we'll get into why, you know, all controversy is good controversy. You did. What was your controversy? This amazing woman used my voiceover and she looks like Courtney. So she's gotten so much press about it. And people are, you know, hating in the comments like, oh, this isn't your real voice. But on TikTok, you're allowed to use the audio. So it's not like it, she was doing something yeah. illegal. But uh, I just love how your, you know, your views yeah. on all that, like all press is good press. So I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I think so. So, so you're, you go by AJ. On on the Hey Frey show, yes. Yeah, on our podcast, but really Andrea. Okay. Right. Andrea, all right, all right. And you're, you guys are in D.C.? Yeah, we're in D.C. And Perez, I always hate when people do this, but I, I'm going to do this to you anyway. Years ago, when you were just, like when your blog first launched, I worked for an iHeartRadio station called Hot 99.5, and we flew you out. You hosted a little black dress party for us in Washington, D.C. for the Kane show. Yes. I met you years ago. You were fabulous then. But I'll tell you, one of the things that I've loved following about you is you've had such a physical transformation since I met you back then like what how do you like love yourself now how did you get to the point you are in such great shape you look fabulous what did you do i have i'm not even exaggerating in the last six to seven weeks i've probably gained 25 pounds this has been a really hard time for me yeah um, you know, I went from working out seven days a week to not working out at all and reverting back to my really awful habits as an instinctual thing, like an animal defense mechanism as a way of guess of controlling or self-soothing or whatever it is. Like not even just indulging and eating, but overeating and eating even when I'm not hungry and rationalizing it and knowing I really shouldn't be doing this, but still doing it anyways. Um, so yeah. And I think a lot of it is just, it's just, it's stress. I have never experienced. Yeah. If I didn't have three young children at home, I'd probably have gone the opposite direction. I probably would have like, oh, I'll have time. I'll find fitness workouts online. I'll, I'll go walk for three hours a day. I'll, I'll go hike. I'll do whatever. But I have three kids at home and trying to homeschool and failing schooling and not even trying anymore i just stopped trying i stopped trying i gave up basically and just you know them acting out in their own ways purpose they say they, they say they're happy you know because normally during the school year my kids never watch tv during the school week right but now for the last seven weeks We've been watching, they've been watching TV every day, all day long, to the point where they don't even want to leave the house. I'm like, you want to go play in the backyard or no. you want to go for a drive in the car? They don't even want to go for it. No, they just want to watch. I'm like, fine, watch all the TV you want. Okay. <laughs> now, has this gotten before to you? Before this, I, like I said, before this, I, 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 I did, um, get in really good shape and, and and like anything it all fluctuates but i was in a really good place right before this and i i cannot believe how much i miss the gym i miss the gym so much and in at least at least in california i don't know about in the dc maryland area but in california 
gyms are not opening anytime soon. Right. We're going to be one of the last places to open. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I need that. Is that really what you did? Kind of, you know, you changed your diet exercise. That's how, I mean, you must have lost, what, 70 pounds, 80 pounds? I mean, it's just totally a different person since when I met you years ago. Yeah, I actually lost right in between there. I lost 75 pounds. Wow. And just the old way. And I'll tie it, you know, people this week were really shocked at Adele's transformation in this new photo that she posted for her birthday. And so many people were A, skinny shaming her, and B, claiming that she had some secret surgery. I didn't have any surgery to lose weight. Mm. Just like I didn't have any surgery to gain weight either. It can be done. I think, you know, it, it wasn't even that quick. She's been losing a lot of weight since her divorce. You know, it's been for a, a while. I think people were just caught off guard because she doesn't really post a lot on social media. So we hadn't seen a recent photo of her in many, many months. But if you do go to the gym twice a day, if you're working out twice a day, you're going to get great results. And she probably is working out like a mad woman twice yeah. a day for two or three hours a day. That's not very sustainable, but you'll get amazing results. Oh my God. Yeah, 100%. And and plus, don't you agree, Perez? Like once you go through a breakup, right? You automatically, like all the stress of that, like you lose that relationship weight, you know? So I know people are talking about that, like crazy transformation. You know, look, we could talk so much to celebrity. We want to get your thoughts on some recent celebrity news, but TMI is your new book that is going to drop October 6, 2020. So TMI, my life and scandal, what are we going to learn about you that we don't already know? Because I mean, honest to God, I feel like I know you. I have followed you forever. You know, my favorite moment of your life was when you were on Howard Stern show and fingered Benji. Like I <laughs> loved that. I, do people still bring that up to you? Do you hate that people bring that up? I thought that was an unbelievable moment. Oh no, I love that they bring it up still. To me, that's one of my <laughs> proudest moments. It was an iconic moment in radio history like as i was as as i was doing it i'm like this this is great radio (laughs) so we i had a whole chapter on that and you learn things that you've never heard before like you know at the time that i was doing that i was dating a dude and after that happened he dumped me (laughs) (laughs) you know it takes a lot to be able to date me and put up with me and all that um you you hear some celebrity stories that you've never heard before we get into them in more detail you hear and actually you know i've been working on the book for almost two years now and i was second guessing myself with the whole you know first chunk of it which is dealing with my childhood and my upbringing and my early years in college and all of that i'm like should we just cut that all out and start with the celebrity stuff and in 2004 <laughs> when i began my my website but the publisher's like no that beginning stuff is important to really understand you and it's really good too they claim it's hopefully relatable and inspiring um you know my parents both fled communism they left yeah. cuba and they started wow. over again and you know i suffered my dad's death when i was just 15 a lot of people at young ages they have to deal with tragedy and how do you deal with tragedy how do you overcome that um you know being gay and being 
being Latino and, and, and dealing with that in a different era. There, there's a lot of themes and it's not just celebrity, but it's mainly celebrity. <laughs> so, you know, everybody's coming out with an autobiography these days. Like I was reading one of these teen mom stars is coming out with a memoir. Like, do I really want to pick up a, a memoir from a teen mom star? I guess that I'm a huge... If I'm a huge teen mom, teen mom fan, then sure. But if you're somebody who cares about a lot of different celebrities, they're all in my book from Lady Gaga to Katy Perry, Adele, Amy, Amy Winehouse, and so many, Miley Cyrus. I talk about everybody. Ariana Grande and my, and the thing is like, I know all these people. I have relationships with all these, like Ariana Grande came to my house to like, audition for me back in the day oh, um, to, to see if we were going like, to work together. She didn't like my vision, though. So but we ended up not working. <laughs> my vision for Ariana Grande when we met was, I see you kind of as like this new Shakira. Just because of her name. I thought like if she did like some kind of like global, like, like, like Latin flavored, like even though she's yep. not Latina, she's Italian, but she ended up doing very well for herself, that Ariana. I saw the potential in her from the very beginning. That's why I wanted to meet her. Wow. Like, this, this was back in a 2011 or 2010 or something like that. I've always had an eye for talent and I've always loved, like, hello, I, I shared AJ here. Yes. I've always had an eye for talent. And Russ, I'm, always I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to come out to your house. You can have any vision you want for me, and I'll agree. <laughs> Perez, do um, well, you don't need to. What's great about the world that we're doing, that we're living in now, is you can do what you're doing where you're at. Exactly. But if you did move to Los Angeles when this is all over, you could be collaborating with more people. And you know, as we've seen, like on TikTok with a hype house. A lot yeah. of these social influencers, one of their go-to strategies to grow is they just collaborate. Like the more you collaborate, you, you lift each other up and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I even started to do that a little bit before the Rona derailed everything. <laughs> Miss Rona came in. Insane. In the book, are you going to talk about the evolution of your business, though? Because you started out as this, you know, self-described sort of, you know, meanest man in Hollywood or everybody, everyone labeled you that or queen of mean or all these things. And that's what we all used to begin to follow you for. We loved the cocaine drawings and the noses, like the dick faces. But of course, then it sort of became this, you know, um, the anti-bullying campaign. You evolved. Do you regret that or are you happy to transform because I mean you were so good when it first started it was awesome I do regret it I do regret it because um, it, going back to the, at the beginning of our chat and TikTok I think a lot of the issues that yeah. I'm experiencing now is this younger generation who maybe didn't know me because I've been doing what I do now for six years Amazing. that's an entire generation that is somebody who was born when i started in 2004 and is now a 16 year old maybe their mom followed me but they never did and now they're finding out about who i am and the thing that i mean it sucks i, I can't sugarcoat it it sucks that a lot of these young people are judging me now for mistakes I made in my past and their information of what they're learning from my past is 
tainting their perception of me in 2020. And that's something that will continue to happen, most likely my whole life. However, and this, this it sucks to admit this, but I, uh, you know, I think I met, I don't even remember if I mentioned this in the book, but um, in talking to my co-writers, I said to them, you know what would change everything? Um, even it would make it easier for me to date. Like I have a really hard time dating because a lot of gay men don't like me. The majority. Why is that? It might be that they think I'm too gay, that they think I'm a bad representative for the gay community. In the past, I used to be an a-hole and I would out people and I regret that. I talk about that in the book. Or they're they're fans of people that I got into feuds with, whether it's Lady Gaga or Demi Lovato or whomever. So I'm very, very unliked in the LGBT community. Wow. More disliked. However, I, I had this realization. If I were to be blessed by God with not just a TV show, but a successful TV show, and it can't be a reality show where I'm the villain. If I was blessed with a hit sitcom, not any sitcom, like a big hit sitcom, like a modern family in its heyday, or if I was blessed with a talk show like Andy Cohen, Watch What Happens Live, that success would change people's perception of me. It would make it easier for me to date, and I would be way more liked. Wow. Success changes people, like that kind of success changes people's perception. God, isn't that so hard though? Because your success, like that's what made you successful was that you would, you would give your opinions, you know, you would draw things. I mean, God, that must be tough to wrestle with. Cause actually what I think sometimes is I was like, I wish you'd stuck with me. And like, I, it's so funny that people can't, I never thought of you as mean. You know what I mean? I thought you were doing it as a form of entertainment. It's always amazing to me that people can't separate the two. I mean, I still give my opinion, and I, it just, in giving my opinion, I still upset people, and I love that, to be honest. Over the last 24 hours, I've gone viral amongst the Harry Styles fan community because of an old clip from my podcast, an old clip from September, seven months ago. In that clip, I said, he just has fans because he's cute. It's not like these fans really care about the music. And that was before his new album came out. Right. Then the new album came out, and I I love the new album. And I was like, you know what? I got it wrong. I'm sorry. You know, the new right. album is really good. I love it. But I also love that they're getting all riled up over this old clip. <laughs> like, they oh, care what this old dude is saying, so I'm thankful for that. <laughs> I want to know, like, do you believe in cancel culture? Because I feel like mm. it, it really does not exist, you know, because you can just say you're sorry and then people get over it. And then there's another scandal tomorrow. I do. I believe in cancel culture. Um, I believe in many things. I believe I, I believe in sharing your opinion and I believe in being mindful you know, one of, the, one of the things that, like, Donald Trump, for example, loves to gripe about and bemoan is political correctness. Ooh, we're too politically correct. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we should be. If, if we weren't, the opposite of that would be, like, imagine if everybody was old Perez from 2007. <laughs> if every single person was that way. I think I learned and I evolved. I shouldn't be that version of myself anymore. I should take other people's 
feelings into consideration. You can still say you don't like this or don't approve of that, but you, do you need to call that person this or that or the, uh, or the other or like doodle the inappropriate thing? No, you can still give your opinion. Just be more mindful about it. Uh, but I celebrate people feeling passionate about their causes, even if that translates to cancel culture. The good thing about me, though, is like, I am cancel proof. <laughs> I know. You're so lucky. Well, and years ago, when you, when it was all popping off and you were getting millions and millions of hits every day, who was the first celebrity that kind of contacted you and was like, look, stop drawing cocaine on my nose. Like, st- you know, I don't want a dick in my mouth every time. Like, who was the first person that got a hold of you and was really like, okay, I fucking had it with this? Because I know now you're friends with a lot of celebrities. Um... You know, the first, per- I don't, uh, I would say the first one that actually did anything with me was Paris Hilton. Uh, yes. You know? And that was really early on, like months after I had started my website. And, you know, I talk about my relationship with Paris in the book. A lot of people in my early days were like, She's just using you. And at the time, I wish I could have told them, like, duh, I know. I'm using Great. her back. It's so biz, baby. It's a, it was a parasitic, mutually beneficial relationship. Yes, 100%. And now, you know, you talk about regrets, and maybe this is in the book, but are there any celebrities in the past that you've gone back and said, hey, look, maybe I was too hard on you, uh, I regret it, and they didn't accept your apology? Like, you know what? Oh, yeah. I mean, even last year when I was on the hills with Misha Barton, that did not go very well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, you think people would let, you know, because you helped make people be stars when all that stuff was going on with Lindsay and Paris. I mean, you kept people on the edge of the seat of what was going to happen when they were going to get arrested for DUI. And like you said, all press is good. You know, you got to do something with it. It it also just depends on where you are and how you perceive things. Lindsay and I, even though Lindsay and I are like, almost like brother and sister. We would fight a lot in the past, but we're good. We're a family. And I I talk to her regularly. She actually texted, not even texted me, calls me the other day from some weird number. So her number wasn't programmed in there. And I'm like, "Uh, here, you answer this. And I give the phone to my sister. And she's like, I think it's Lindsay Lohan. I'm like, what? So I, I, I talked to her and then we had a whole conversation. So like, we actually talk. But with Misha, you know, I understand that for some people, it's easier to blame others for your problems than to accept that, oh, maybe I had something to do with this or that or the other. Instead, it's just like, that's all that person's fault or that person's fault. And it's never their fault. Okay, I know AJ's got a lot of questions for celebrities about you, but I want one other thing. I'm so fascinated by this mysterious job in 2017 that you lost. Are you oh, yeah. going to tell, are you going to finally reveal in the book what it was? I ended up making another video about it, but uh, I, don't even know, I don't even know if it's in the book, but eventually I did reveal what it was. Oh, you did? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was really excited about it because, you know, the one thing in my career that has been missing is a consistent home on television. 
Mm. You know, if you look at Kourtney Kardashian and her sisters, they make way more money from everything else. But they keep that TV show going because they know that is the gasoline in the car. They know that right. brings everything else to them. And that's what keeps them relevant. The TV show that airs all over the world. And even though right. it doesn't have huge ratings in America, just by being watched all over the world, it's just so good for them and their businesses and their brands and their sponsored deals and all of this stuff. So I even talk about mistakes that I made in the past when it came to television. Like we touched upon earlier when I decided, you know what, I don't want to be so nasty and mean anymore. And when I did that, one of the things that I did was I quit this job that I had on television. I used to host the Bad Girls Club reunion special. Yes. <laughs> and when I decided that, you know what, I don't want to be that nasty person anymore, I didn't feel... 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it. And I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's 20. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. <laughs> you will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine, or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or 
or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcasts, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Like it aligned with who I was at the time because it had become a very violent show. Like the women were punching and attacking and kicking each other. And I'm like, ah, so I want to be a part of that. So I quit. But actually, I regret that now. I regret it because (laughs) I'm old enough now to know the only way to do television is to be doing television. Mm. It's easier to get more TV work if you're doing TV work. (laughs) Um, So... In 2017, even though it wasn't, you know, a talk show or anything consistent, I viewed it, this opportunity as, oh, wow, it's on CBS. It could lead to more with CBS. So the producer, the casting director at The Amazing Race personally reached out to me wow. saying, the producers want you on the show. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Let's do it. And they're like, okay, yeah, we just need you to come and be and do the whole process. I'm like, oh, okay, what's the whole process? And it was so freaking involved. They demanded three days of our time and sequestered us at a hotel by the airport. And they didn't pay us. They gave us a little per diem for food while we were there. And that's it. And then after those three days, psychological testing, they put vaccines in my body because it was a go that it was going to happen. Then I got a call from the casting director and they're like, we got word from the higher ups. It's not happening. I'm like, why did you 
this woman told me it was happening. She's like, they want you to do this. They just need you to go through the process. I'm like, if you would have told me there wasn't even a possibility that, that it was like an audition or whatever, I would have gladly gone to like one audition or something, but I wouldn't have wasted three days of my damn time and agreed to get vaccinated and do all these things. Yeah, like... Ugh. Not that I'm against vaccines, but I don't want to get ones that I don't need if I'm not traveling to Africa or wherever it is. Yeah, you don't need that malaria shot. Like, thanks. Right. You know, I mean, I'm good. <laughs> Just going to be in L.A. Wow. All right, well, what will be... I want to know what your ideal next step would be. Like, would yeah. you, do you see yourself being on a TV show? Would it be a reality show? Want to be a host? I mean, we all have dreams of hosting. So last week, uh, I reached out to... Um, to a couple of people after the news of Anderson Cooper and his baby being born. Yes, and I uh, also want your opinion on that. For the continue, longest yes. time, you know, since 2013, I have been trying to pitch this idea that I've had for a reality show about gay dads. Yeah. And I partnered with Buna Murray, which is the production company behind the Kardashians show. And they were behind The Simple Life and they're behind The Real World. Huge reality TV production company. We took it out and every network that we pitched it to passed on it. And the reason why is because they thought it was too gay, even though they wouldn't tell us that the exact line. Well, actually, I'll, 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 I'll save the line. So last week, I emailed somebody at one of the networks after news of Anderson's baby, because I'm like, sure. maybe, this is, maybe this is just good momentum to like repitch my idea. And that person got back to me and said, oh, it's too niche for our audience. And women want to see women. But I'm like, look at RuPaul's Drag Race. Women yes. watch that all the time. and it's That's very neat, too. And also, you know, our show would have women in it, from the grandmothers, the best friends, to the nannies, to, in some cases, the women they're co-parenting with. Because gay men could have babies through many different possible ways. Um, so I'm very passionate about that idea. I think it's... It, it will be very entertaining and also important for the community for that representation to see, wow, these gay, I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe people think it's so common they don't need to do it. I just think it's a good show, but I, I'm just down for whatever, really. I would love to do uh, a talk show, uh, a reality show, a sitcom, whatever. Your boy, my biggest inspiration, <laughs> I just want to work. Like, my biggest inspiration in life in terms of my career, is somebody like Joan Rivers. Oh, yes. Suffered, she suffered many setbacks consistently throughout her career, but she just kept reinventing. And that's, that's kind of what I've done my whole career, too. You know, I was one of the first to pivot and do a podcast. I've been doing my podcast now for over five years. Yeah. You know, I... I joined TikTok well before all of these celebrities started joining. I've been on TikTok since last summer, which, you know, it's not forever ago, but it was still early on because some people That's didn't early. even Yeah, some people didn't even join TikTok till this year. Right. Um, you know, I I I'm happy to do more acting. I've done a lot of acting. You know, you just got to keep reinventing and having fun and also just not being lazy and working hard. And I do that because that was ingrained in my DNA from my parents at a young age. And also because have a few money in the bank. Yes! <laughs> yes! I, mean, look I work because of necessity. You know, even right. just having my kids 
that depleted so much of my savings. Sure. Each each of my kids, because I did it through surrogacy, was so expensive. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you my the numbers. Like each kid, <laughs> about what and why did you think three but after two and you had spent half a million dollars where you're like i'm good but you're like no one more because i am a pragmatist and i thought it all through one (laughs) i don't really have family in los angeles almost Mm. all of my family is in miami so i wanted them to have each other and to have like a large not large family but at least to have two people that they know yes. always count on and not just one other person plus also you look at it statistically if you have three kids one might be a total mess drug addict end up in jail another one might be just very average and be happy working at starbucks but at least the third one will be an overachiever <laughs> and excel do you tell so, your kids this theory you. yet? This is hysterical. What in odds, you know, you know, one of them will be like, hopefully <laughs> all three. Ideally, all three of my kids will be overachievers because I've instilled in them since their day one the importance of hard work and they see me. Yeah. I have so much parental guilt because I would love to spend even more time with my kids than I do, but I still bust my butt. I'm still working so hard. And my kids will see that modeled by me. And they, you know, I will love and support my children in life, no matter what they do, dot, 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 with one exception. I will not, I mean, I probably still would love them, but the only thing that my children can do that would really disappoint me is if they were just, so lazy and uh, unmotivated. I would still love them, of course, but I'm like, you're so lazy and unmotivated. Like, what? Where? How did that happen? Well, here's my my one question: Is Jay Cutler? Do you think he's lazy? Is that the reason why Kristen left his lazy um, ass? <laughs> um, I don't. I would think she would be happy with that. I don't believe that reason. I, I would think he w- she would be happy with that because that would mean that he could spend more time with the kids, right? So I don't believe yeah. I'm, bl- I'm buying that excuse. I just think my real analysis of it, I don't ever think they were very compatible to begin with from the beginning. They just happened to, and you know, and they did break up back in the day and then they got back together. Sometimes that happens in relationships. Like you realize at a point that you're not meant to be together but then you're like oh dang i've already invested so much time right. in this you don't want to leave and then you're and then you stay and then some people feel stuck in relationships but you know i think that's one of the reasons why i don't have a relationship well not well, also because most gay men don't like me but i viewed <laughs> my i viewed my parents as great role models you know they showed mm. me not just what love was but like it was next level. Like my mom and dad worshipped each other. Not even love. Oh. They worshipped each other to the point where, and this, I don't know, but I mean, it does hurt a little bit. If God was real and manifested in human form, and God showed up on the day that my father died and said to my mom, "You have to choose." your husband dies or your son dies, I think my mom would have choos- chosen me. <laughs> wow. Wow. They were that connected. What? Yeah. Wow. wow. That's my an parents, ex- 
Yeah, my parents never fought once. Ugh. My dad was my mom's first boyfriend. Um, yeah, they, you know, so I, I, I know that true love wow. isn't easy. It takes work in this day and age, but it does exist. And I do believe that I also am worthy of love and that it is out there for me, even though most gay men don't like me. You know, that strong person that is willing to get to know the real me will get to know the real me and be like, wow, he's amazing and he's everything I want in a partner. He's fun and he's different than me and he's really caring and loyal and a show-up, stand-up person and I can always count on him and he's always going to be honest. Wow. hard. It is. It's hard to find all that, but you will get it. And and you are so young. Your career is so amazing. I mean, only bigger and better things are coming for you. I mean, you're just, you know, Hollywood, you've been in it for a long time. It's fun to see the manifestation. It's like, um, it's like surfing my career and, and showbiz in general. Yeah, you know, yeah. I say this to all young people, but you don't even need to be young. I view my job as that of a professional surfer. Mm. You go out on the ocean every day or your wave pool, but not your wave pool. Cause that you can have <laughs> artificial waves. If you live by the beach, you're a professional surfer. You go out on the, the ocean every day and you go, you surf regardless of the size of the waves. Some days you're going to have big waves. Some days you're going to have small waves. It's just about getting out there every day and genuinely loving what you do and getting better at it as the days, months and years go by. And also knowing that one thing could change anything. Oh. And I mean, even like, I, like this is a good year. Like last year sucked. Last year was an awful year for me professionally. Why? What happened? What specifically happened? I felt like nothing happened professionally. Okay. And also my mom had cancer and other health related issues and she got in a depression and I got in a depression and I started to overspend to the point of it being a, like I started spending as an escape and it became a real problem yep. and blah, 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 blah. This year, even though this awful thing happened in the middle of it, I began the year by appearing on a TV show in Australia called I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Yes. It, was, <laughs> it was the highest rated season of that show ever. I think also because of the timing, it was happening while the, the awful fires were going on in Australia. Yeah. So the people in Australia needed that escape. But for me, I was so thankful to be able to provide a distraction and smiles for Australia. And also just a nice boost for my ego that 16 years later, I'm being asked to be on a show like I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. And then I'm going to end this year with my book coming out. And, you know, that's just, it's nice to know that, okay, even if nothing else happens this year, I'm already viewing this as better than last. Oh my God. Absolutely. I mean, look, you, we both adore you. We've been following you for years and years. It is so cool. I can't wait to read the book. I know it's going to be TMI. I'm curious. You can order it now at PerezHiltonBook.com. Yes. That's PerezHiltonBook.com. Everybody on TikTok makes fun of me because I, I mentioned it in every one of my videos. <laughs> it's like genius marketing. Hello. These kids don't understand. And you know what? I got one more question for you. We'll we'll wrap up. But did you ever think about a different celebrity name? So when you were when you were changing from page six six six, really Perez was the one, huh? You knew that you knew it was that. Yeah, I don't know. I, well, I mean, it's such a long time ago. But in two thousand and four, Paris Hilton was the Kim Kardashian oh. of the day. Yeah, yep. yep. 
she was as omnipresent as Kim Kardashian is. To her credit, though, Kim Kardashian has now surpassed what Paris Hilton ever was. Right? Isn't that so Hollywood? It's so Hollywood, right? You know, the person organized closets. Well, that's really all because of Kanye West. Kanye is what turned that around. Because if you look back and you remember when Kim got together with Kanye, it was right after her marriage to Chris Humphreys failed. Yep. And her her brand, her family, they were all, all at a dip. They were at a down point. And then Kanye lifted not just her, but the entire family up. Because before Kanye, Kim would never get invited to the high-end fashion shows. They would never dress her. She was a reality TV star that he made her an A-lister. And now she's even surpassed him. Kim is more famous, popular, and relevant than Kanye. I know. (laughs) Not really, because he's still making a lot of money from his sneakers and his shoes, but... um, you know, I, I think she's more liked than he is now. Yeah, absolutely. After he went all through that stuff last year. And, you know, what about celebrities like Amanda Bynes? Really quick. Amanda Bynes, do you do you see her ever making a comeback? No, sadly. Just because mm. I don't think she's mentally able to. Yeah. Uh, and same with Britney Spears. Yeah, what do you think, Britney? <laughs> no, I mean, maybe Amanda could in a limited capacity. Um, but then again, if Brittany could do it, maybe Amanda could too. <laughs> but but let's be real. Like I did see Brittany's Vegas residency, and she wasn't that good. Really? You know, she was she was a shell of her former self. She was walking through the motions. Yeah, she you does. Know? If you look at her, if you look at the videos that she posts on Instagram, you know she can't dance like she used to. Oh God! Some people will say oh, it's because she had knee or whatever, but I don't know if it's because of knee surgery. I think it's because she's probably heavily medicated and, you know, yeah, and, and, and she struggles and it's sad. You know, I think so many of us grew up with Brittany and have a real soft spot in our hearts for her. Oh, 100%. Um, The book is TMI, My Life in Scandal. As you mentioned, we can pre-order PerezHilton.com. Also, I've seen it on Amazon. PerezHiltonBook.com. PerezHiltonBook.com. Thank you. Oh, you the URL too for that. Love that. Yes. Yeah, I did. You're and if you guys, if your listeners enjoyed me here, I've got a podcast they could listen to. It's the Perez Hilton Podcast with Chris Booker. They could hear that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or directly at PerezPodcast.com. I've got a URL for everything. I love it. PerezPodcast.com, Perez Hilton. Look, years ago, I remember when you were doing a syndicated radio show and I told iHeartRadio, I was like, you guys need to pick this shit up. Like, he could be doing celebrity reports for us, all this stuff. Anyway, needless to say, you know what? They suck. But now you have your own brand, so who cares? It's all going to even get bigger and better. We love you. Love love your work ethic. I don't know how you have time to wipe your ass. I mean, you've got (laughs) like the blog, the book, the podcast, TikToking. I mean, how do you? What what platform do you suggest I use for my career? Is it TikTok or is it Instagram? Is it Twitter? I'm lost. It's definitely TikTok for sure. Okay. Uh, Okay. But also, no, not even. But it's all of it, really. You have to be everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere on YouTube as well. 
You have uh. to be everywhere and you have to be doing it all. You have to also, I don't know if you, I don't think you, I've never seen you doing this, but maybe I just haven't paid attention. You've got to go live on TikTok. Do you go live on TikTok? I did it once and I was overwhelmed. I was like, what, <laughs> what is you this gotta world? Go live, you got to go live daily because mm -hmm. you can make money doing it. And it's a great way to get new followers. Got it. Okay. I'm getting tips from Perez Hilton right now. I, know, I don't know that's... if anyone knows. <laughs> well, he's the best you in the business. You got to go daily on TikTok for sure. Got and it. You got to use it all, do it all, post your, because you never know. Like it, it is about TikTok right now, but you can't ignore the other things. Like for example, I love that this happened for her. You guys, I'm sure you guys know or remember Drita from Mob Wives, yes. right? Yes. She had, she had a bit of a little renaissance this year because of her commentary on the Kardashians show. And she gained a lot of Instagram followers. Or somebody like Leslie Jordan, yes. the, 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 oh. the elder gay actor. Yes. Many of us know from Will and Grace. He went from like nothing to now over 3 million followers on Instagram. You know, I mean, like uh, a month. Yeah. So you got to be everywhere. You got to be at every platform. Oh, got it. I love that advice. And also, like, just be consistent, which you are. You know, you got to post right. It's like, I'm only saying what I think, but some people might disagree with me. Quantity over quality. Ooh. Oh. Ideally, both. But if you had to choose quantity, like, because... You know, like with, okay. TikTok, with TikTok, for example, you could spend hours on one video and you think it's the best video you ever made and it doesn't do that well. And then you can post yes. another video that you think is so stupid that you did in five seconds and that's the video that does well. You're right. So why spend all this time curating right. this stuff when it is now about, and God, it seems like that's every platform, right? Going live on YouTube, putting out YouTube videos daily. They always tell you that, you know? So I go live on YouTube daily. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah. yeah I, I only, to answer your question, I, I only sleep about four hours a night. It's not Are a lot. Okay, okay, because I'm always wondering, okay, his team must be huge. Like, there's no oh. way he can handle all this. You sleep four hours a night? Okay, well, we both, Sarah and I would both die. <laughs> we got a lot more. We, okay, we got to sleep a lot less. We got to sleep a lot I less. Right? I only sleep four hours a night. Uh, I drink a lot of coffee. Uh, listen, I, I, would, I, I would love to sleep more. I just have a lot of pressure and fear and anxiety yep. because my three kids depend on me. I don't have a partner. Yeah. My mom also depends on me. I take care of her financially. And my sister, who you guys reached out to and set this all up, she also works with me. Right. So I have five human beings whose right. livelihoods are tied to mine. And that's a lot of stress, pressure, anxiety, fear, and motivation. Yeah. That, it keeps going. <laughs> 100%. Oh my God. You are, you know, look, you're such a treat. Really. Thank you so much for being on. You're amazing. It's so fun to, to have known you then, to reconnect, and it's just great. Congrats on all the success. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It was my pleasure, and continued success to you both. Thank you thank so you much, Perez. See ya. Thank you enough. Woo. Bye. Bye. Have a good one. Thank you, you too. too. Yes, but...